0: Hey, welcome to the podcast, the Jack Mata podcast that is. I'm your host, Jack Meta, per use. And uh, today I'm recording this on January 24th, 2021. And uh, yeah, I'm very excited. I had a good week, regular week, hung out, worked, did the same shit that I've been doing for the past pretty much year. We're coming up on the one year anniversary of COVID, everybody. So you know, get a present, get something nice for COVID, you know, they, they've been rough to us, let's be honest, but let's be gentlemanly about the whole thing, okay? We're going to get them a gift, even if it's, you know, in a bag, you don't have to wrap it or nothing, just put some of that bullshit tissue paper in there and to be like, hey, COVID, listen, I, uh, it's been a tough year, but I'm just a stand-up guy, so I got you a gift, and then hopefully, because maybe that'll make COVID go away, if we get a gift for covid Um, yeah, maybe that'll work. I don't know, because at this point, I don't know what to do. Nobody, you know what's scary? Nobody has the answers. That's the scariest part. Whenever shit like this happens in this country, or in any country, you're just like, okay, this is bigger than me. I can't do anything about this. Hopefully my elected officials will, and even them, they're like... (laughs) We don't know what the fuck to do either. It's crazy. It's like nowadays it's like uh, it's like we're all playing for, let's say, the Bears, you know, the Chicago Bears. It's like we're all on a team. We're getting blown out 45 nothing at halftime, and you're like, Jesus Christ, things are rough. We're getting the fuck beat out of us. It's kind of out of my hands. Hopefully the coach has something, and then the coach has some and then the coach goes into the locker room at halftime when he's down 45 nothing, and he's literally on fire. And you're like, oh, my God, we're fucked. That's basically what we're in right now. Um, but whatever, dude, we'll get through, right? We're all adjusting. We're all doing different shit. And it's fine. There's still good shit going on. Speaking of good shit, did you guys watch the UFC last night? UFC 257, Poirier versus McGregor. Great stuff. Great fights all around. Um, I had nothing going on last night per use. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get some mushrooms, which, uh, wasn't, I wasn't dead set on getting mushrooms, but somebody hit me up. Mushrooms only come around every once in a while, so when they do, I like to make a night of it. So, picked up the mushrooms, ordered the pay per view UFC 257, took some boomers, and just kind of hung out. Man, it was a really nice time. Um, watched the fights, put some bets on fights. I think I have a new, I think I'm gonna make a thousand dollars on every UFC night now because you could do it, man. A lot of prop bets. A lot of, you know, knock this motherfucker out in this round. Do it like this in that round. Just put $1 bets, like, on every fight all around. Big payouts, low risk, high reward. It's a whole thing. I was taking notes while I was watching the UFC, like, on how to bet and shit. Thinking, like, okay, I got this shit. But we'll see. Um, but, yeah, the UFC was great last night. Um, Poirier beat the... F- he didn't. I mean, he beat the fight in the second round. Beat the fuck out of McGregor. Beat his motherfucking ass. Um... It was crazy, I guess. I And it wasn't very... I don't really have a dog in the fight. I just want I love... I love the UFC. I love watching MMA. It's like the last sport where there's zero bullshit. There is absolutely no bullshit in, um, in MMA. You know what I mean? Because like in any... Every other sport, a guy celebrates, you know, a good play. Or a woman celebrates a good play. Just, you know. And they freak out over little shit. But UFC fighting... It's so real. There's no time for that. You can't be showboating. It's all business, and you could tell even the commentators and the people refing and the people like Bruce Buffer, everybody involved in the UFC knows a thing or two about fighting. And it kind of just, its like, I don't know, it seems like this whole thing where everybody's invested from A to Z, and that's what makes it really cool because you see a football game, and you hear the Annette, like Joe Buck, like, whoa, look at that boy, whoa. And it's like this you could tell this guy doesn't know shit about football. This guy doesn't know a goddamn thing. He's got glasses on. He looks like a nerd. And it's like, why the fuck is this guy doing a football game? Get, like, Warren Sapp or somebody else who actually has played and knows what they're talking about. I'm not saying that Joe doesn't know what he's talking about. But I'm just saying that shit doesn't fly with fighting. I feel like you've got to have people who know how to fight who have been there before to commentate on it. Um, Otherwise, you know, people who, have, who know a thing or two about fighting, they hear, you know... Joe Buck talking about the UFC, they'd be like, this motherfucker doesn't know what he's talking about. Even if Joe Buck had the right idea, they'd be like, this guy still doesn't know how to fight, so fuck him. But yeah, the fights were great. Michael Chandler, first UFC debut. Knocked out Dan Hooker in the first round, I want to say. That was exciting. Um, Great fights overall. Just overall really good fights. If you're going to bet on the UFC, here's what I learned last night. Most fights go the distance. Most fights go the distance. For I, whenever I thought of UFC, I was like, "It's motherfuckers getting knocked out and choked out," which, yeah, that does happen. But if there's anything I learned last night just from watching those fights, most fights go the distance. So, bet on the fights going the distance. I wouldn't bet too heavily on a submission or a KO. Yeah, I mean, you gotta you gotta realize these any any fight in the UFC, it's like. A great fighter against another great fighter It's not a bullshit fighting league So you gotta, you know, people are prepared But then it's, then again it's fighting It's like anything could happen So you never know, it's very exciting um, It was a great UFC event I know for my birthday I'm gonna watch the uh, February 20th event with Derek Lewis and Curtis Blades Which uh, I love Derek Lewis And Curtis Blades is fucking awesome too So Hopefully, that's a good fight. But yeah, watched the UFC last night, took some mushrooms, quote unquote, tripped balls, I guess. I don't know. People, uh, I don't know. People make mushrooms into a bigger thing than it really is. It's not that, um, I don't know. People, whenever you hear people talk about mushrooms, you're like, dude, you're going to take them. It's going to change your life. You're going to realize what you need to do. And then you're just going to be a different person, man you're going to know who you are man you're going to shake hands with who you are man it's it's like if and if that happens to you when you take mushrooms great that's awesome but for me that's not what happens what happens to me when i take mushrooms i get super duper high and have a great time that's it that's it it's like smoking weed i i have a great time i get high and you know play video games or whatever i didn't have like a life changing experience that's not why i do any drug it's to have fun It's to get high, chill out, forget about work, or whatever the fuck else you got on your mind, and just have fun. I don't have some experience when I take mushrooms, you know? I don't hang up a groovy rug on my wall and try to figure shit out. I just hang out. I do what I normally do. Write, watch TV, fucking don't leave the house. (laughs) That's pretty much all I do on mushrooms. It's a fun time. People are I don't know why people make it into this fucking trip. Did you trip, bro? Did you have a good trip? Did you have a bad trip? I don't think I had a trip. I just had a good time. That's all it is. Don't make it any, into anything bigger uh than what it is. To me, personally, smoking or excuse uh taking mushrooms feels like smoking the best weed ever. Like if you could imagine what the best fucking weed ever on earth would feel like that's kind of how I feel like mushrooms are it's a good high and uh it's psychedelic you know I'm very aware of that anytime I looked in the mirror my face would just start morphing and like some I don't want to say melting but just contorted and like upside down and I was like what the fuck because when I go to the bathroom and I sit down. I sit down to pee, okay? I'll get personal with you guys. When I'm at home, why would I stand? I don't stand up to pee. I sit down to pee. And uh, when I sit down, there's a mirror right in front of me. So I, I just, you know, you see yourself when you're peeing or pooping. And uh, it's cool. And it's the thing about mushrooms, man. It comes in and out. It's like waves. You take it, you kind of forget you took it. And then, you know, you then your mind becomes like When you turn on the wrong channel on TV, you know, you go to like channel four, it's like, (sighs) my mind will be like that for five minutes and then I'm back to being normal, forgetting I even took it. But it was mostly when I went to, to go take a piss and I'd be on the toilet and I'd be looking at myself in the mirror that I'd be like, oh, right, right. I took mushrooms. You remember I was looking at myself in the mirror and I was all contorted and like melting and whatnot. And I was like, I got to take a picture of myself. I look crazy. And then I was like, oh, wait, that's all in my head. <laughs> Nobody else notices this. Um, Yeah, so no picture necessary. But yeah, hung out. UFC was dope. I liked it. Um, What else is going on? The internet freaked out. Um, Well, Joe Biden, I don't know. You know, who knows when people will listen to this. So I'll give you guys an update. Uh, as to what's going on right now, Joe Biden just got elected president. Um, okay, and then in some in somehow bigger news, um, and I know everybody's talking about this. I don't mean to, you know. I think I talked to this talk about this on the podcast last week about how there's too many voices on certain subjects, including this one. But here I go. Um, Bernie Sanders sat down in a chair, and the internet lost their fucking marbles. People really lost it and it was on that day that i realized that i truly don't know what's going on on the internet anymore i really thought i was up to i'm 24 years old i thought i was like up to date with the kids knowing the jokes getting the lingo i got it but then when that blew up i was like i don't get this anymore and this is not a political thing this is i just don't get why it's a big deal at all that bernie sanders uh sat down in a chair that's all he did, um, and he had mittens on, and people just took it and ran with it, man. I like they were just photoshopping them everywhere, and I don't get it. I don't. Uh, granted, I didn't watch the inauguration. I don't know if there's some context that I'm missing. Like, I don't know if Joe Biden was like, "Hey, Bernie, sit down and put your mittens on," and then he did it, and people were like, "Oh!" I don't know. I didn't watch it, so I don't have any context. But as far as I could tell, they just had a quick screen, you know the. Camera panned over to him, and he was sitting down, um, and he had a jacket on. I don't know, guys. Like, why was that a thing? <laughs> like, why do people give a fuck? And I think, you know, what it comes down to is I think people are just really, people really, really like Bernie. I think I like him, but I don't care, and I don't know enough. Um, to have an opinion. So I think I like Bernie, but people really, really like him. And I think the reason that meme exploded is because a lot of people are just very bought into him. And when you're bought into somebody, you kind of, you just love whatever they do because you're bought in. It's almost like they could do no wrong, which is why you can't, you can't really don't buy into people because once you buy into somebody, once they start doing some shady shit, you're like, yeah, but whatever, you know, and you kind of overlook it because you're bought into this person. But I think that's why it blew up. Cause people were just super bought into Bernie. Um, I don't get it. I just don't get it. I don't get the humor. Um, he just sat down. You like, I don't, I'm sitting down right now. Am I fucking famous? Am I a politician? No, not yet. I don't know. Maybe I just need to never get up again. I think if I just keep sitting down, Oh, and I got to get mittens and, uh, become a socialist and ruin the country. No, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, I'm sitting down right now, so maybe maybe if I just keep here, and I just don't move, and I put on some mittens, I could become a meme, but in due time, right? One step at a time. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. <coughs> Twitter's going crazy. Yeah, that was something that went crazy on Twitter, Um, but that was pretty new, right? Didn't really see. I don't know why. I guess I'm just going to have to go on to the next thing because it blows my mind. I just really don't know why that blew up. Usually I get it when something even stupid blows up on Twitter. I'm like, okay, you could correlate it to this and that. It's like, okay, I get it. But this one's a mystery to me, man. I don't know. Bernie sat down, and that's all I got. That's all I got for that Twitter. Fucking Twitter. Bernie, Twitter, people selling surf and turf out of styrofoam box Is on Twitter that seems to be a big thing Um, tough times people gotta make money so uh, people sell surf and turf with big amounts of mac and cheese out of styrofoam containers on Twitter I don't know if you guys have been seeing this but it's very common and um, also a little suspicious because every time somebody does it it's like the same exact fucking picture of food it's the same exact hey I'm a young entrepreneur and I make food First of all, how do I get this food? The food looks great. I'm not talking shit about the food. That is, if you cooked it, if it's yours, and if you're not, just making uh, the post to get clout, which is probably what it is, but yeah, people on Twitter, I don't even know if they're like chefs, but they just post, hey, they go, I'm a I'm a food person, and uh, I make plates, C- come get some, And for and they blow up every time. They get like hundreds of thousands of retweets and favorites. Um, and people were like, I support you, which first of all, no, you don't. You just, you're from Chicago and the dude who's selling the food is from Atlanta. What the fuck are you doing? You're not going to go down there and get a plate. Okay. Stop it. Just stop it. Um, yeah, it's great. It's first of all, it's like, how does this work, sir? Or ma'am or whoever's making the food? How does this work? Do you have a storefront? No. Do you have a house? Can I come over? I have a house. Do you deliver it? How does this work? The food looks great. What's next? and they don't, they never have a plan. It's just like the food. And then people are like, how do I get it? And then, um, they'll reply and be like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know, man. Whenever I have a steak, I prefer to have it, uh, just not on styrofoam. I don't know. Good food. I just, I don't believe anything. So whenever, uh, people post that, and I'm like, I think you just screenshotted all of this off of Google, and now you're posting it to get some clout. That's all I think. I don't believe shit, dude. I don't believe nothing. Hardly believe myself. And That's the way it should be. Uh, yeah. Did mushrooms last night, which was fun. Very, very fun. I got a joint waiting for me here after this podcast. You know, a little after-podcast treat, because this is so hard. It's not. This is the easiest thing on Earth. I think I saw a stat... Um, or maybe i heard a stat maybe it's a myth i don't know that most podcasts like i want to say like 90% of podcasts that start out um crumble within 2 months which is insane because podcasting is probably the least uh, like amount of work you have to do for anything um i granted if you want to make it good i'm sure it's hard but how do you how do you give up on this this is I'm doing nothing. I'm sitting down. I got my back hind legs on the chair up, fucking leaning forward, my dick's out. Like, this is super easy. This is super duper easy. I don't get how podcasts are just like, I can't do this shit anymore. I'm like, Jesus Christ, your fucking day job's going to crumble too then. Because if you can't handle a podcast, I mean, Jesus Christ. I'm not saying I'm killing it over here, at uh, you know, in my apartment here. Not saying this podcast is doing well at all. No, no, no. Not saying that one bit. I'm just saying I can keep doing it. You guys read the bio. I'm delivering the funny every week forever. Forever. Even when I die, I'm going to get my doppelganger. I'm going to find a doppelganger. If I can't find my doppelganger, I'm going to get Elon Musk to clone me. And then once I die, my clone will take over this podcast. You guys will never know the difference. Jack made it forever. I'm never going to die um just gonna get clones of myself, doppelgangers. How fucking shitty would it be if you met you if you met your doppelganger and he he or she was a total fucking dick? Like you were like, yo! Like if I if you see your doppelganger, you're gonna lose your mind. Like, yo, you look just fucking like me. And they're like, No, I don't. What if they just didn't agree with you and they just didn't see it? When clearly, clearly it was your doppelganger. We're like, bro, you look just like me, and they're like, no, I don't. You're like, yeah, I do. And they're like, no, no, I don't, I don't believe it. That would suck, right? How much, how disappointing of a feeling would that be? Because I imagine, when you imagine meeting your doppelganger, you imagine this huge reunion, right? Oh my, not a reunion, but just like freaking out. Oh my god, you look just like me. You're probably gonna post something on Twitter, get like a million likes. Um, I just think it'd be really funny if you met your doppelganger and he did not give a fuck. Like if you were like he, dude, you just you look just like me, and he's like, yeah, and you're like, so this is amazing. He's like, do you have anything else to add? You're like, no. He's like, goodbye, and he just fucking walks to his fucking office building, not giving a shit because <laughs> he's so bummed out from everything else that he just can't give a fuck about somebody that looks like him. Probably hates himself, so he sees somebody that you know he hates, and he's like, god damn it, fuck this guy, fucking piece of shit. That'd be funny if you met your doppelganger and he was a jerk. It'd be very funny. Very, very funny. But yeah, I uh was talking about drugs. I guess we'll keep on that train. I uh smoked some weed pretty uh used last night. And uh legitimately some of the best weed I've ever smoked. I picked it up from a dispensary. Some of the best. It's uh it's just great fucking weed. It's terrific and uh it's called LSD yep that's the name of the strain is l s d um which okay overall not totally cool with that um i don't get why weed uh whenever they make like a good weed like a good strain they call it a different drug and it's like um if it's that good, i think I'll just graduate to the different drug thanks i don't get why uh yeah like green- green crack l s d orange marijuana. These are I'm not making these up by the way. These are actual weed strain names. And it's like why <laughs> It's like I don't know. That's like naming like a microbrew like meth ale or like heroin lager. Like why would you do that? Why are you fucking with people? Weed is like a drug that I feel like a lot of like hard drug users drug users will get off of their drugs and then convert to weed. Can you imagine being a, like a fucking a crackhead? Like an actual crackhead? and you start smoking weed, and you use the weed, and it calms you down, and it gets you off the crack, and now you just smoke weed. Um, And then all of a sudden, your buddy's like, hey, man, congrats on breaking your crack addiction. I got some green crack. He's going to freak out. He's going to be like, what the fuck? I think it's just weird. Don't call it weed. Just call it, I don't know, Blue Dream or whatever the fuck. There's no reason to call it... uh a different drug. I don't know. It just weirds me out. LSD. Okay. Fucking crazy. Thank you guys for listening to the shittiest podcast on earth. It's much appreciated. Listen, it's going to pause. I'm going to have blanks. I'm just trying to fill dead air. And uh, it is what it is. Thank you for listening. I'm I'm going to keep going. I know uh, it sounds like I'm about to end here, but I'm not. I'll probably go like five more minutes. There's so much to talk about nowadays, right? It's weird. It's like there's so much to talk about nowadays, but at the same time, there isn't. There is because of all the craziness and just the disconnection in our country and the pandemic. There's so much to talk about with that, but as far as day-to-day life, there ain't dick. There's nothing to talk about on the day-to-day because we're all doing the same exact shit. We're all just walking around, getting our food, getting coffee, working, going back to our apartments. That's it. What else are you going to do? What are you, are you bawling? you happy? Are you pumped up? Are things great for you? If they are, good for you. Also, kind of don't believe you. But, good for you if they are. If, if everything's going hunky-dory on your end, good for you. I'm happy for you. You're lying. But I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you. It's great. Uh, What else is going on, you guys? My buddy joined the uh, World Health Organization the other day. I said, the who? Alright, that's the one joke that you guys will get this entire podcast. Um, Yeah. (coughs) Bernie fucking sat down in a lawn chair. Looks like he was in a lawn chair, too. I don't know what kind of chair he was in, but who gives a fuck? Uh, Hanging out. I don't even know, man. Not a whole lot to do. I guess I'll spark this joint right now. I got nothing else going on. Um, Yeah, give me a hot sucker here. And yes, this is that uh, LSD that I was talking about. For the most part, it was mostly LSD in the grinder. And then I put uh, a little bit of the shit called Cotton Candy. I think it's called Cotton Candy Kush. Mix that in there with the LSD. And that's what I'm smoking right now. So it's good uh, good stuff here. Good stuff. Man, I wish. Uh, I, I can't wait for the next UFC event. I really think I'm going to make a lot of money. I think I'm going to make like $1,000 on the next UFC event. Because you can make money on every fight, man. Here's what you do. You take your big bucks. Let's say you're going to bet $100 on a fight. You take, like, 10 of that dollars, maybe 20, and you spread it out, $1, $3 bets on, like, you know, Lewis to knock him out in the third round, Blades to choke him out in the, you know, submission in the fourth round. Very specific, high risk, or, or, um, yeah, high risk, high reward. Um, bets. And then you take your big money on the lock. You take your big money, you know, Curtis Blades just to win. Not by decision, just money lined. You take like fifty bucks and you put it on there. And that's what you do, in my opinion at least. Betting on UFC is fun. It's uh and UFC's real it's just MMA is like the only sport I like watching nowadays. Which I know is weird to mention because, like, there's Joe Rogan and stand up, and that's all a world. That's like two worlds that collide nowadays because of Joe Rogan, which is really cool. But I always just feel weird when, as a comedian, whenever I talk about, like, oh, I like UFC, I just picture people being like, what are you, Joe Rogan? Go fuck yourself. Um, but I really do love the UFC. It's the only shit that I watch that's. It's the only sport that I watch that I'm completely invested in because you can't look away, dude. It's two people trying to kill each other. A ref making sure that nobody kills each other. Commentators who absolutely love it. People watching who love it. It's so raw. It's so real. Zero bullshit. Everybody's invested. I know. I know. I've talked about this, but it's so cool, dude. I'd love. I can never do it, but I, I would love to m- like become a like. I don't know how hard it is to be, but to become an MMA referee. That's another thing I was thinking about, dude. Yeah, the uh the referees in UFC are great because it's UFC and they have to be the best and they're all tell it, it's the best of the best, right? But I was thinking about this when I was watching the fight. Uh th- there are lower tier refs who aren't as good and they still have to ref like the lower tier fight. I don't know what the leagues are, but whatever like, you know, I guess every MMA ref has has to start out somewhere, right? And that's fucking scary. First day on the job. Taking care of two guys' lives, making sure they don't die. First day on the job. Woo, baby. And I don't think those MMA referees, they don't get paid a a ton, I don't think. You'd think they get paid more. It seems like a pretty fucking important job. But I don't think they get paid a whole ton. I remember hearing about, like, Big John McCarthy and Herb Dean. I'm pretty sure they got, like, side jobs and shit. You know, Big John McCarthy was a cop. Herb Dean might have... I feel like that's not the only thing Herb Dean does. I feel like he might be involved with some other job. But, yeah, that I feel like they don't get paid, um, like, a ton of money, which I feel like you should. You know how fucking important that is? That's a job where you're literally making sure that people don't die. That's unbelievable. I don't know. All right, I'm stalling out. That's the... Uh that's a podcast, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Jack made a podcast. It's coming out every week. It looks like this is going to be like a Sunday podcast, Saturday, Sunday, that is subject to change as is everything with the show. But you guys, thank you for listening. Um, if you tuned in, I do appreciate it and I will see you guys, or I will, uh, you'll hear me next week. Bye.